Welcome to this episode of Your Wellness MD Podcast. Family physician and wellness expert, Dr. Daniela Stein, has meaningful conversations that will take your health to the next level. She explores the connection between a healthy body, mind, and soul, and shares tips that will enable you to thrive. Dr. Stein has helped thousands of people have a better quality of life by improving their health with science-based knowledge, education, better nutrition, mindfulness, and lifestyle choices. Join us today, empowering you to live your best life with optimal health. Today, we're specifically going to talk about something that Andrea has a lot of experience with yes. as well, yeah. and that is leaky gut. Mm-hmm. So I think if I can ask the first question, I guess one of the big topics is I've had leaky gut, and I think it's something that I will maybe always struggle with, uh, but what is leaky gut? I'm sure that people want to know what it is and how does it start, and what what is the terminology leaky gut? Okay. When I got first introduced to the whole principle was in South Africa, we motivate mums who are HIV positive and who has AIDS to still breastfeed their children, but to exclusively breastfeed, not to do anything else. Because we found that if a mom breastfeeds only, that gut mucus stays intact. And the HIV virus does not get transmitted from the mother's milk into the baby's bloodstream. So it goes into the gut, but the gut is so intact from being breastfed only that all the harmful viruses get excreted again. But then once you introduce even just one bottle of formula or food, that impairs the integrity of the gut, and then the baby can get HIV from mother's milk. So in Canada, typically, when kids have HIV or when women have HIV, we say not to be breastfeeding their kids. But in South Africa, it's trickier because your risk, if you are giving bottle feeding your baby, you have that risk of of becoming malnourished if mom can't afford formula Mm. or if the bottles are not sanitized correctly, that Mm. the baby can become sick, have diarrhea and then die from dehydration. Yes. So they've done lots of studies and really found that your benefit of breastfeeding outweighs the risk. Mm. So they really encourage breastfeeding, but to do it exclusively for six months. And then the day you stop, the day your baby has its first bottle of anything else, Mm. that barrier, intestinal barrier of the epithelium inside the gut Mm. gets broken. And I'm not even talking about harmful pesticide food, food with toxins. I'm just talking about general baby formula, which is then irritating to the gut causes leaky gut, and then if you mom breastfeeds again, that virus from the milk can go through the gut into baby's bloodstream. Wow. So that's when I got introduced to it the first time. Mm. Then as a doctor working in a very big hospital, I would often have patients with significant gut symptoms. They'll have diarrhea, bloating. They'll come into hospital. We will be sure this must be Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis. And then when we do go with gastroscopy, colonoscopy, we don't see the whole, the picture usually typically of inflammatory bowel disease because people are on a spectrum. Some people will yeah, have that inflammatory bowel disease. Yes. Some will have a perfectly healthy gut, but you have a, a big space in between. And I really found that my patients were very frustrated when they come to hospital. They have these symptoms yeah. and we know they have the symptoms. And even when I do their blood work, I can see their gut is so inflamed. They're not absorbing iron. They're not absorbing nutrients from their foods. <laughs> 
all the micronutrients, zinc, that I test for are low. They're not absorbing. Their gut is inflamed. They're having chronic diarrhea. But it's not in one of the two or three specific categories that we put people. Yeah. And my patients find it so frustrating. So I've done further training through the Institute of Functional Medicine in integrative medicine. It's two completely different universities where I did more training to really understand leaky gut and the whole spectrum in between. Mm. Fascinating world. And there's a whole, there's two different blogs on my website that you can have a look at Wellness MD Health that talk about it. But in summary, if you do something that breaks that epithelial barrier inside your gut, toxins from your diet can go into your bloodstream and can be absorbed into your bloodstream. Yeah. And there's many things that can cause that epithelium barrier to become disintegrated, to cause that leaky gut. One of the things is using antibiotics. Yes. When we use antibiotics, we kill off all the bad bacteria making us sick, but we kill off good bacteria as well. And there's so many bacteria in our, we call it our microbiome. It's like a whole new planet of bacteria inside of your gut. You need each of those bacteria to help to absorb nutrients from your food. Mm. When we kill off all those bacteria, we won't be absorbing other things. Toxins from our diet, eating fast food, fried foods, all these bad oils, cottonseed oil, palm kernel oil, all those things are yeah. harmful to our guts. Yes. Mm. It's incredible. I, I remember being so sick, so, so extremely ill. I also eventually had to journal it. I wrote it down. I actually put it on my blog. It's Never. just my story. But just trying to navigate what was wrong with me, the extreme tiredness, my hair was breaking off. And basically... I was super malnourished. Yes, because so, your body can't be No, absorbing. I was passing food out whole. There was sure. absolutely no absorption. Mm. And somebody who, like, I would like to think that I eat healthy and that I exercise and whatever. And one of the big key factors for me was antibiotics, for sure. Mm. So, And it's yeah. hard for people because with this malnourishment, it's often easier for your body to absorb sugar mm. than to absorb oh. some of the other micronutrients. So a lot of people might not be losing weight. So if someone loses weight, then you can obviously see, yes, you are malnourished. Sure. But there's no, a I lot wasn't. of people who are at a good weight or even overweight because your body knows it needs something. So you're eating more and more to try yes. to get those nutrients. Yeah. Your body is able to absorb the easy carbohydrates, yes. easy sugar. Yes. So you're gaining weight. So you don't think you're malnourished. When yes. you look in the mirror, when you stand on the scale, you say, I'm a good weight. So I must yeah. be good. But you can still be at a healthy weight at a unhealthy, overweight, yes. and still be malnourished. Yeah. I had no idea. And I ah. thought I was in tune with my body. And this was the first step for me to learn to start to listen to my body. Like, what is the time? Like, I would actually be driving and wanting to nod off and fall asleep. Now, sure. you know me. I'm high energy, outgoing, everything. And that was the sign. I was like, I need to go home and sleep. This is not normal. This is not normal to eat. So I was so hungry yeah. all the time. Like, so all those things. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, leaky gut, yeah. all right. So, those are the symptoms. So, who is at risk of getting the leaky gut? So, definitely people with autoimmune diseases would okay. be at oh. higher risk. People that undergo any type of cancer treatment, chemotherapy would be at a higher risk because your epithelium generally has a high turnover. Right. So when we give cancer medication, we often kill off the high turnover cancer cells, but mm. we also kill off those high turnover um, gut cells. And those are typically the people who come to me first would be people yeah. who have undergone gone, um, okay. some type of cancer treatment yeah. and who recognize. 
People who are under high stress okay. would often have it. Definitely diabetic patients. I see it very often in my diabetic patients that has that impaired ability to absorb from their gut. Yeah. I, is it true? I've heard that that is it the epithelial layer. It's only one cell layer thick. Yes. It's like hard so to think about broken, it. Yes. And then also the whole thing about if you had to take your colon and roll it out, it's the size of like a tennis court or something ridiculous. Like it yes. actually has a massive absorption surface. Yes. Yes. And, and then uh, also if you look at the amount of bacteria, I don't even know on the top of my head, but there's like literally trillions of bacteria yes. in your body. Yeah. So it's quite weird to think that you have all this bacteria and it's critical for your mental health. 90% of our feel-good hormone, our serotonin, oh. gets made by bacteria in your gut. Oh, my so word. when that gut system gets disrupted, we as doctors will prescribe you a serotonin reuptake inhibitor to keep the feel-good yeah. hormone that you have in your brain a little yeah. bit longer. That's what an antidepressant is. Oh. But that's only for the 10% that is there. 90% gets made new in your gut. So if you can just feed your gut the type of foods that yeah. encourages serotonin production, your yeah. mood will be significant better. And to that point, so yeah. it just makes you think all the time. Every time I put something in my body... Yeah. How is it benefiting me? Like you're not helping yourself, yeah. right? If you keep doing the wrong thing. Benefiting so, or harming. No, it's crazy. So how do we treat leaky gut? Help us. Yes. So there's a lot of things. First, we want to avoid toxins. You want to avoid any substances that you use that's illegal. If it's illegal, it's most likely it's making it worse. Alcohol is, if you consider that's what's in your hand sanitizer, alcohol definitely <sighs> makes leaky gut worse. Good point. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then... Fast foods will make leaky, say your diet. That's first and foremost, yeah. is your diet, what you yeah. put in your mouth. Yeah. You want to put in all the good bacteria. So that would, you can take a probiotic supplement. Okay. If you want, if you don't want to go supplements, if you want to do it naturally, you get good probiotics in yogurt or in kefir. Mm. That's kefir is a yogurt drink that you can buy in the yogurt aisle that has loads of probiotics in it. And if you are dairy free, you can also find it in alternatives, mm. kombucha. Mm. Has a lot of so anything that's mm. prebiotic like yes. pickles, sauerkraut, miso, tempeh, all those things will put prebiotics, probiotics in your gut, feeds all the good bacteria to grow better. Amazing. And that protects, that heals your gut, that protects wow. you. So you want to put in things that heal your gut and you want to avoid toxins. So some toxins are very obvious, like mm. bagels, donuts, fried foods, anything that's fried, yeah. bad oils, processed foods. For some people, if you've avoided all the obvious toxins and you're still experiencing, it is often gluten, dairy, and sugar. And yeah. specifically sugar are often. Yeah. And I mean, I remember feeling great doing keto for a bit. Oh, and that's why. And that was great. But then I was still getting this extreme bloatedness and pain oh. in that. And then I was like, oh, because keto, you're taking in a lot of dairy, like so much dairy. Oh. And then, you know, this doctor said to me, listen, keto is great. And it's great for people that are trying to do something very specific, but everybody's body is different. And I was like, finally, yes, that's actually so true. I cut out the dairy and it changed my life. Um, and I'd done testing. So it's like you talk about that microbiome yes. of what's happening, that ecosystem. And I had zero lactobacillus, which is one of them. I think that processes milk products yes. like lacto. I Lactose, guess that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And um, obviously I just cannot process milk. But it changed everything for me. Yeah. And it's just really, I think, understanding, seeing a professional like Dr. Stein would be amazing where you can say, where am I at? 
So it's like, I guess that's one of the ways, right? You could get tested. Like yes. you do different stool samples. Like let's talk we about that. It, yes. So these, the problem with these testing is that it's exper- um, expensive and not accessible to everyone. Mm, okay. So there, are, there is testing. There's definitely very good testing. It's stool testing where you can see what bacteria do you have, which one do you, do you like. Yes. And that is helpful. But then maybe for the majority of our viewers who do, doesn't have access to this testing, by going through basic, basic principles. The one would be to reduce the stress in your body. The next would be to move. Mm. When you're moving, when you're going for a walk every day, your body uses up all those bad hormones which exacerbate stress. And that's yes. the best way to manage your stress is to sleep better, to move, to meditate, and to be very cognizant of everything that you put in your mouth. More prebiotic foods. To be very careful, even things like Tylenol and Advil, I used to think that it's not harmful to just pop Tylenol and, or Advil when you need to, but it is harmful for your gut. So to be very cognizant of everything that you put in your mouth yes. and to know that it has lasting effects. Yes. Amazing. Wow. All right. So we've spoken about gluten can be one of the things. What are the yes. others? Like I know uh, we always used to talk about inflammatory uh, products. So yes. sugars, things that cause inflammation. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yes, that's a big one. So actually all sugar. And, and I yeah. know it's hard to ditch sugar. And people always first <laughs> ask me, how about sweeteners? But then, so the, there's different things about sweeteners. The one thing about sweeteners is when you do take sweeteners, your body thinks food is coming. So it still secretes insulin, so you still get insulin resistance, and that's that fat layer around your stomach. But then, so for multiple things, sweeteners are not then good, because it secretes insulin, you're higher risk of developing diabetes, Mm. you're going to get more abdominal fat. Your body thinks food is coming, so you're more hungry, so you're more likely to consume more calories during the rest of the day. Your taste buds get upregulated to be used to a more sugary type of thing. Easiest answer is really to just cut back on sugar. If you crave something, rather eat something fatty. So oils, things like brazil nuts, walnuts, will often satisfy that craving that you're having. So those oils are kind of not like um, Timbits and like donuts. (laughs) Oh, shame. (laughs) I was thinking oils. Like, okay, we got you, doctor. We're talking about all the healthy oils. And and those are your most... Avocado. Yes, Yes. avocado. Okay, I got you. (laughs) And those are your most harmful oils, the oils that cause this leaky gut. would be the processed oils, the type of oils that you get fast food in. Yeah. Those are all the oils that you want to stay away from. Okay. So the good oils are oils, cod liver oil, fish oils, nuts, seeds. Those are the oils that you want to increase, raw olive oil. Right. You, you know, want to increase in your diet. I think the hardest thing for me was when I got my report back and we were like, yay, there are no major pathogens. Uh, is it pathogens? Yes. Yeah. So yes. there would be things like... Um, like a parasite. A, so some people might have yeah. parasites. And I, I have a client now who had Ooh. a parasite... But just from, in South Africa, from tap water, yes. where their tap water got contaminated, yeah. you know, so that is, you know, you don't even think that you're like in some rural place drinking from a well, it yes. was just municipality tap water contaminated okay. had a parasite, yes. So, so first we mm-hmm. test for parasites, bacteria, Yes. but then after that. Yes, so, and then after that, you kind of, for me, it was just really deciding how I wanted to live. Like, I do not want to be like this anymore. And you are the only person that has the choice to wake up and say, I am going to do this. And it's hard. And I encourage you guys that are watching and and like listening to this because the information is amazing, but it's only amazing (laughs) if you take it to heart and use it. 
the day I decided, okay, that's it for me and sugar. We are not friends anymore. And it's going to be okay. And I had to find actually, because the minute you say no, is it the medulla? Yes, then you're just craving it. Me, me the same. Medulla oblongata. You can't have it. Now I'm like, I'm a rebel. I will, I, I like, I'm dying. My life is over. I can't have sugar. What do we do? So, and, and I'm exactly the same. When I read about the sugar, or I have patients with all these autoimmune diseases, inflammatory diseases, even more cancer because of sugar, when I think, oh, sugar is bad, I'm going to quit sugar, that are the times when I crave it more and when yes. I eat it more. Yeah. So what I found that's been really successful with my patients, even when we do smoking cessation, alcohol cessation, it's not to say no, but yeah. to say yes to something else. Great. And that's what I was talking about, those nuts. If you know 10 o'clock at night is when you crave that chocolate, yes. to have nuts ready to maybe you can soak nuts the day before and then heat it in the oven, lightly mm. toasted, that smell of the mm. nuts, you know, it, yeah. it can satisfy that craving. To go and replace it with a fruit, to have these things in place yes. 10 minutes before 15, so you're not depriving yourself. Yes. You're really rewarding yourself with something better. Yes. My patients that I help to come off alcohol, I often say to really replace it with that sparkling water and cranberry juice, berry juice. So not to when everyone is sitting with a drink to have nothing. Exactly. But to have your something yes. which is special, which yeah. you enjoy, but that you're replacing. Yeah. And same thing with le- healing your gut to focus on things that's good for you. So before you say you're going to stop all the negative things, make sure that you add good things. Add sauerkraut, add kimchi. These are new tastes that, you know, we're not used to. Add miso soup, add tempeh, add these things to your food. And then only a week or two later, you start cutting back on the negative things. Yeah, it's a big thing. And I think for me, um, that sugar thing is a huge Mm. thing. Also because I've heard people say, that sugar craving is almost the same as like cocaine. A, a, a cocaine because it, it works on the same receptors yeah. in the brain or something. Yeah, it is. I should be a doctor. I it swear. Is. I think I'm going to study again. I love talking with Dr. Daniela Sun because this is my vibe. Like I love this. And so I know like I would crave so much sugar. It's so bad. Like I cannot buy it and have it in the house. It's a problem. And I think the biggest thing I had to do was say to my family, like guys, I need your support. If you guys want to go and eat Timbits or have chocolates or whatever, go do it without me. Go and have it outside where I can't see you because it's a struggle for me. Um, And to have their support and respect, like, hey, mom, maybe try stuff with you, you know, or whatever. But to have their support is key because... You almost feel like you're an addict. Like you, you. It's a big, big change, guys. So I have a, um, a very good nutritionist, Gina, that has a whole recipe book that's on my website that you can have a look at and download Ooh, to help you get off beautiful. sugar. So ideally, you should just not have any sugar. Yeah. But while you go through this process through life, we want something good. Make sure you have something healthier in yes. place. So you can download it on my website, wellnessmdhealth.com. And it's a booklet on sugar with recipes, with replacements of healthier alternatives. So that yes. you still have something. You're not depriving. When your yeah. kids do come home with your timbits, you have your yes. something else yeah. that's a healthier. Totally variant. divine. And I think you also, there's an element of resentment. Like you build up resentments. Like how is it that the whole world can eat like this and I can't? And in fact, it's actually not true. Don't do that narrative with yourself because generally there are a lot of 
people with leaky gut and they don't realize it. There are a lot of people who are not processing sugars and all the stuff. So the statistics are out there. People are super sick. They are ill. And people often don't recognize it. They'll come to me with joint pain. They'll say, I don't have a problem with gluten. I don't have a problem with sugar, but I have joint pain. First time I got introduced to that was our chronic pain clinic where I worked in Alberta would put people on a gluten-free diet. And then the majority of people, after three weeks of being gluten-free, their joint pains will go away. They'll be able to go go. come off their opioids. And I was so surprised by this, you know, how people can have some a completely different problem, but then that problem gets cured by going off gluten. And and now I understand it, now that I did more training at Functional Medicine Institute, yes, that it's such an easy fix. So, yes, you might think you're good with sugar and gluten, but if you have a symptom... Yeah, that's such an easy way to address yes, your absolutely. So now. I think in terms of, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money. You can use the tips that we've spoken about today. And that is amazing. Like I want to download all your stuff. Go check those recipes out because I think yes. that's the, the other key thing, which for me is the finale of like you come, you come through this whole process. Yeah. Now you've made the decision. If you are not organized, you are. You very highly can you can fail you have to pre-plan you have to pre-plan like if you're going to work with no food yeah. you are going to buy something that you're going to regret and then you, it's kind of starting from zero again yes you have to be organized so that's my and like for me, me going to work working as a wellness doctor being so aware of all these things if i don't work uh, if i don't have lunch at work and we're not always hungry for lunch right yeah you're only hungry once you come home and you but that is when I will eat unhealthy if I yes, didn't have lunch. Totally. So I have to pack that lunch. I yeah. have to set an alarm and make sure that yeah. I eat my lunch, even if I'm not hungry, because yeah. I know that's the right thing yeah. to do. And if you're a sugar user, yeah. your body knows to crave the fastest source of energy. Yeah. You like the thing that you love, you're like, oh my word, I could just totally eat a pie right now in a text bar. You know? So you shouldn't wait for that I can eat a pie exactly. now feeling. You should really four hours before that yeah. I can eat a pie. Yeah. Eat your low GI food. That's a salad. 100%. And tuna, because no one wants tuna and salad when you crave that chocolate. No. So you have, yeah. have to eat it four hours before. Totally. The other thing we had a lot of questions about was yes. supplements. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yes. And then supplements specifically to heal your gut. One of the things would be zinc. And specifically also because zinc are one of the first things that your body can't absorb when you have leaky gut. So the, those people right. will often be low. Collagen is a very big one. To have So collagen is what keeps our skin beautiful and young. And then as you get less collagen, that is what causes sagging skin. And you need that same type of collagen for your, for your gut on the inside to be more whole and, and protective. Easy way to get in collagen if you do not want to take supplements, if you want to go all natural way, is to take bone broth. Oh, I love that stuff. Yes. It's amazing. And bone broth has things as collagen in it, which we don't typically eat the joints of animals, but when you cook bones of an animal, you get all those joint cartilage, collagen from the cartilage, you mm. get that into a soup. Mm. And that really helps, that soothes your gut. Yeah, amazing. I actually love that. And also remember, if you are making that, roast the bones before, like a roast, roast them, which caramelizes the fats a lot more and then make your bone broth. Guys, I'm hungry now. <laughs> L-glitamine is another supplement that's very good. And Oh, yes, yeah, I've that heard about that. It really helps to heal the gut. And I'm not a big bone broth maker myself. So mm. what people can do who's never done it is you can actually buy a bone broth. So that's not your first price. First price, you're going to cook it yourself. Yeah, sure. 
And if you can get a farm-raised, um, pasture-raised, grain-fed or not grain-fed, pasture-fed animal, then mm. that's your first choice. Yeah. But then plan B is you can also buy it the same way that you get a protein shake. You can yes. buy a collagen powder yeah. that you can mix in a bit of a yes. protein shake and that really helps to heal your gut. You can take that. Oh, I'm going to yes. do that. I actually don't take collagen. Of all the things that I do, I think I'm on track. Do the collagen. The and the collagen I don't do. Collagen is good for anti-aging. We're going to be happy 20 years from now if we did it now. Okay, yes. great. Yes, <laughs> I'm all about that. Good tip, good tip. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to Andrea's YouTube channel. Like, just put a thumbs up for this video. Please send it to someone that will benefit from this. Have a look at my website. There are so many free resources, things that you can download on my website. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you for listening to this episode today by medical doctor Daniela Stein. Follow us on social media and subscribe to our newsletter at www.wellnessmdhealth.com to stay up to date on educational resources that will take your quality of life to the next level. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your healthcare provider. Never disregard medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Remember, you are created to thrive.